Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a Dogcast Studio podcast. To catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report, bringing everything wrestling. Not quite everything. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk uh, Hell in the Cell tonight. But I'm excited to do it because I have not the guy, not the dogcast caller, but the, the Broseph himself, Double Wide himself. Whoa, whoa, not Double Wide anymore. We appropriately named him uh, Tracy. You name me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, Josh did. Josh on the last episode, we really thought he was going to give you a good, uh, good name, and he totally screwed the pooch on that. Yeah, he did. How you feeling tonight? Feeling good. Feeling good. Good hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. Lots to talk about. It was a good hell in the cell. I think um, you know overall, and we're going to get we're going to dive right into it because we're still trying to figure out the Zoom thing, and it seems to only give us like twenty minutes. So we're just gonna we're just gonna have a little recap here. Um, Hell in the Cell was, I'd give that pay-per-view, I'd give it a, I'd give it a 10. I'd give it a flat 10. I was very entertained. It was, but I, uh, uh, I say eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yeah. Would have been lower than that if Cody Rhodes didn't wrestle. Uh, the main event definitely did it all for us. Besides the main event, because I don't want to give that away too too quick, what was the second match that, man, this this thing was just on fire for me? What was that one for you? Uh, man, I like the women's match. It went over good. Oh, like personally for you? or? Oh, yeah, I loved every so minute. So you're saying it. you got over on the women's match? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Happy with the results? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but you're on a podcast and you can elaborate as much as you want. Oh, wow. wow. You asked a question, <laughs> answer it. Fuck yeah, I like it. Uh, the results, you called it. I didn't before we talked about it, before the show actually happened. Uh, you said Bianca Belair, but. Yeah, she's retained. Yeah, for sure. Uh, overall, good match. I'm really trying to still understand this. Becky Lynch thing you know she's she's just obsessed with you know winning some kind of title she's obsessed with the gold a lot of people have explained this and and related it this character to like the Gollum character of Lord of the Rings and I can I can see it but uh I don't know that I'm over on it it just I don't know she's trying to be too much like her husband just Method. an outlandish, crazy, yeah. goofy character. Yeah, yeah. He's always tried to, you know, he's always wanting to get another belt. It's all about this, all about that. Carry a grudge on for the next six months. Then they overplay it. Well, if you watched uh, the recap, well, not necessarily the recap, but the follow-up Raw, you know, now she was even tantalized by the twenty-four-seven championship. So, oh yeah, well, yeah, she won it for a second. <laughs> 
A quick second, yeah. Oscar's back. Oh, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I know you have somebody in your household that was extremely excited for the debut of Oscar. Oh, yeah, she was sad that Oscar didn't win. I just didn't feel like Oscar was going to win that thing. I, and I'm glad they didn't do it because I, I think Bianca is the the new face of the women's division. Uh, and she kind of has to be, right? Because Becky Lynch is, I think it's time for her to take maybe a little time off. Maybe. I don't know. Charlotte well, Flair is definitely taking some time off. Sasha, who the hell knows? Did she quit? Did she not quit? I don't know. The women's division is in shambles right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, Sasha Banks suspended indefinitely, so we don't know. It's just, don't know, buddy. I don't know what's happening there, but yeah, absolutely. I definitely felt like uh, Bianca was going to retain, as she should have there. The the whole show here, and before you know, I know Bobby Lashley. Are you sick and tired of the of Bobby Lashley and Omos yet? Yes, I am. Well, that's I'm crazy done. for me because you, you love this guy. You love this Omos guy, right? I uh, yeah, he is, dude. He's a beast. He's big. What do you think but, next for him? I don't know. To be honest with you, I just don't know which direction they're going to go because I know Bobby did the. He's already challenging for the belt, so are they going to go down that road again? Is it going to be Drew McIntyre? We don't know, but. Omos, I don't know who's next. I don't know who's... You are WWE's prototype. You and little children are what they go after. They're like the the pedophiles of the wrestling world. They go after old men and young children. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to remember, I was a little child when I started watching it way back when. Yeah, then you grew up, I thought. But anyway... Omos, I let me throw, let me pitch this, let me book this for you a little bit here. I think Omox, Omos has a direction he could go that would actually make me tune into his boring fucking matches, and that is none other than Ricochet. Because I can see the reason I like that, and I throw that out there, is one of the funnest wrestling angles I thought of the ruthless aggression era was Big Show and Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. That was a and fun I, one. Yeah, and I think that you could have the same kind of build with Omos. Now, Omos is not anywhere near the big man athletic that Big Show is. Not He's not even close to that. He's so green, no. and you can tell. If you put um, him up against Rey Big Mysterio Show, and, Big Show back in the day would have whipped his ass in a heartbeat. I think Big Show today still would. I mean, Paul yeah. White looks terrific. He's yeah, in the does. best shape of his life. Um, but Ricochet's good enough. Ricochet's not green anymore. He's 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 solid. This guy knows what he's doing in the ring. And I, I actually think it would be a really good um, a matchup, entertaining, and you definitely have your David and Goliath story. Yeah, they've been down that road once or twice before. I don't know why they wouldn't do it again. It worked. It'd make I mean, the it's most not sense. Mysterio. But I don't know. They don't have any other big guys to put up against him. Are you entertained? Are you entertained by big two big monsters going at it? Yeah, it's fun for a minute. I I've always liked to so see boring. It. Yeah, but come on, it hadn't been too many years ago. Big Show and Mark Henry broke the damn ring. 
I liked it. Oh, that was cool. No, yeah. I can't. I can't deny that. I, I just have always found those to be boring, like Hogan matches. And how yeah, is Hogan. that? That, that I'm going to go down that road. How is Hogan the biggest per, biggest wrestling name in the world, and he has the most boring matches? Good promotion. <laughs> He's charismatic. Well, it was. They, they, they promoted him. They promoted him like they promoted John Cena. John Cena was the next was the next Hogan after him. Well, folks, there's a oh, there. there's an avenue we can explore yeah, right there, buddy. Cena is coming back this month. How do we know he won't go up against Omos? Uh, because I'll tell you how I know. Because they are not going to waste time and money, John Cena money, on Omos. That's not going to happen. I have a theory on why they're bringing him back. And I think I want to save that for just a little bit. Because to talk about John Cena coming back in a month, we have to talk about the main events of Hell in a Cell. Oh, man. Probably one of the best Um, main events we've seen all year. It was a great match. It was entertaining. I have spent a lot of airtime talking about Cody Rhodes since he debuted at WrestleMania. And, you know, I've said it. I, I am a I am a Cody Rhodes fan. He has, oh, he, I am. He, he has changed me. I've seen a lot. I oh, am yeah. A I am a fan. I am now. Well, I've come over. To... Go ahead. Go ahead. I have come over to the roads. I'm following the roads path. Hey, any motherfuckers can get out there with a tor- torn peck yeah. and do what he did and come back out on Monday night and take another ass whipping. Yeah. I got all the respect in the world for him. When he, when he took off that jacket and you saw just how bad, cause you know, the rumors were on social media uh, all day, of course, leading up and, and you know, the week prior, a little, there was a little scuttlebutt here and there about it. But when he took off that jacket and, sh- and showed what this injury had done to his body, and you could see it right when the when the sh- when the match started, he was limiting that arm like he was not using that arm much. No. He was doing a lot of left left jabs. So you could tell this guy's not ready. He's not ring ready. He's not ready to do this right now. No, and, and from uh, what I understand, he has surgery tomorrow, and they're not talking about him coming back until Royal Rumble. So that's that's the rumor. He's out for six months because that's what the surgery is going to take. That's what the recovery is going to take. And as I've had time to dissect this, before I jump into my theories, <laughs> what a terrific match. The match was, I thought in the beginning that this is going to be a bad match because how limited he was. But Cody Rhodes wanting to be the babyface, wanting to get over as the babyface, and actually doing it. I mean, he took a jaded fan like myself that hates the dude. And and I'm, man, I got so much respect now. Like, yep, yep, you're the dude. You're the man. You deserve every fucking title the WWE has, to include the women's ones. I don't care. You you deserve all of them now. Because that's, hey. that's just insane. Yeah, he really proved himself. He's right where he needs to be. Get away from yeah. AEW, and now he's... Mm-hmm. On top of the world. So he's out for six months. Yeah. And what does that really mean? In six months, that puts him right, like you said, at the Royal Rumble. He'll win it. He'll headline. He'll take on 
Roman Reigns probably still be the champion, take him on, and there's his opportunity to be the champion. Do you think Roman's going to top? Okay, this is where I'm going in the weeds a little bit here, but it makes the most sense to me. I think Roman, two things happen on Monday Night Raw that I think are really significant. Cody Rhodes, he's out. He's out for six months, and he's such a baby face that because he's out for six months, they had to they had to call on the big dogs. They called John Cena and booked him, and they turned Edge babyface in one night. Yeah, in one night. So the Judgment Day. I mean, I, I know they're not over. They're going to continue, and it's just going to look different. But that is in direct reflection. Those two moves are in direct reflection of of Cody Rhodes being out. With that being said, who in the hell thought he would have that? big of hole in the WWE and he just debuted two months ago. I would have never thought it. Of course, Raw was going downhill. We all agreed on that. Now Cody Rhodes came into Raw. Raw's ratings are going back up. But what's going to happen over the next six months? They're going to tank or is that why they're bringing Cena back? With Cena in there, your ratings are going to go back up. Because everybody likes Cena. Shot in the arm. You know, I'm not a big Cena fan. You know that. But he's got to come back and celebrate 20 years while I hope he gets his ass kicked 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the direction uh, they're going to go, but I feel like like Roman is going to drop this title. He's going to drop the WWE title at least. Uh, to one of these two. I think if he drops it, it'll be at SummerSlam. Cena or Edge? Probably Cena so he can uh, hold the record. That might be the whole angle of bringing him back, just so he can be the 17-time instead of 16. A lot of discussion around that. A lot of discussion. I don't know what happens. I I don't know if, if Cena needs that title. Um, I, well, I know he doesn't need it. He has the credibility. But Monday Night Raw might need it with Cody being out. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think this is going to hurt him having Cody out. It's, it's going to be uh, a struggle for them. I think it's going to be an uphill battle until Cody gets back for sure. Uh, but I think this sets up perfectly. You're going to have Cody come in to the Royal Rumble. I don't know what position... Uh, you know, people always say that, like, oh, it's going to come in number 30 and win the thing. You know how rare that actually happens? It doesn't happen that often. But everybody thinks that that's when the big surprise is going to come in. I think Cody Rhodes is coming in the Royal Rumble. He's going to win the fucking thing. And then he's going to get his title. He's going to get his, his title at WrestleMania. And that next Monday night, right after WrestleMania, he's going to don uh, what the new title looks like. And it's going to be a version of the, of the Winged Eagle. Yep. So in, in essence, you know, a lot of people before this art before this uh, injury, they were thinking that he was going to beat Roman at SummerSlam for the WWE title. Now I, I think this injury may have helped him. Well, it gives him a good headline match, main event for WrestleMania. Now it's just going to keep building. I think he'll come in about fifteen, sixteen, run the fucking field, get the Royal Rumble, go to. Go to Los Angeles, California, and become the new champion. Yep. 
He's going to go meet up with The Miz. But Seth Rollins lived up to his name on Monday night. Shake his hand, give him a hug, and beat the hell out of you. That's Seth Rollins. Uh, he, wow. You know, that would have been a... When I was watching that segment, I thought, as it started, I thought, man, I think they're going to... I think they're going to turn in babyface. I really did. I, I thought this was the opportunity that Seth Rollins was going to turn babyface. Go back to it. Because, I mean, it's obvious they're going to need a big babyface uh, with Cody out. When they didn't, they turned him dastardly disgusting heel. That shocked me. That shocked me. But, of course, what was it not? What, 10 minutes later, the next segment, they announced John Cena's coming back? Yeah. So there's your babyface. What does this pop do for him? I, I I don't I don't know yet. Like what does what does John Cena coming back in August? I'm sure the paycheck is nice. August? He's coming back June twenty eighth. I'm sorry, yes, you're right. June twenty eighth. I'm I'm already on to SummerSlam, yeah. man. I've totally forgot about money in the bank and whatever other bullshit they're gonna push down my throat, but I'm I'm already at SummerSlam. Yeah, well, SummerSlam's gonna be a big one. I still think it'll be Cena and Roman Reigns for one of the titles. You think that's what's going to happen is going to lead into SummerSlam? Yeah, I do. They're going to give him number 17, and then he can go off in the distance and be done forever. Oh, but until he'll, hold, he'll hold that damn title until probably Royal Rumble and get beat. Roman, in between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, right in that area, Roman Reigns is going to take that title back and Cody will take it at WrestleMania and it'll be unified. There you go. I'd watch it. I'd buy a ticket to that. Actually. <clears throat> I want to see Cody Rhodes move on. I want to, I, I, I do still have the concern though. What happens after he won the title? Is he still going to be, can he be the champion that carries it for a while? I think WWE really needs that. WWE. Let's face it. WWE is built on a baby face champion. Period. Yeah, they are. That's why it's so surprising Reigns has held it this long. He's held it that long because I think, he, you know, he's the only one that's been able to pull it off. I think they had to, by default, go to a heel. Can you think of a time in in WWE history where they they kept with a, a heel champion this long? No, you never. You can't say Rock. You can't say Stone Cold because they, they may have acted like heels, but they were baby faces. Yeah, I... I don't know any other time they've ever did it this long. What, little over two years now? Oh, well over two years. Yeah, they have never did this. I've always but had a baby face. They've had the Hogan's. Now they've been in a position they didn't have a baby. Down. They didn't have a good enough baby face to put up there to hold that belt either. So, in comes Cody Rhodes. Everybody's like, okay, we this is going to be a setup. He's hurt. Boom. Ten minutes later, they announced John Cena's coming back. What heat, man. That I tell you, Seth Rollins I instantly had heat when he showed up, when he walked out with those polka dots. <laughs> that was great. That was. That was excellent. He sh- showed up with the polka dots, and then he pulls that, was it, the strap? Yeah. He had a, a weight belt with the polka dots on it. Man, I, he could be he could be a better heel than, than Roman Reigns at this point. It just so happens Roman Reigns has all the belts in the world. But Roman Reigns has said he wants to step back, so there's going to be an opportunity for him to step back. He needs to. 
Roman Reigns is the uh, is the WWE everything. Probably the women's championship too. We just don't know it at this point. Uh, our beloved, maybe not our, but my beloved AEW is in turmoil at the moment. Yeah, I love it. Turmoil. CM Punk. Oh, I'm the champion, CM Punk. But due to an injury, I got to get out. No, you're you're just going on Social Security. Shut up. You're old. You're not a little bit sad that he's hurt. No, hell no. <laughs> he needs to retire. Be done. No. WWE are burning back over. That's the, you know, that that right there. And I, I was trying to get away from WWE talk, and I don't think I'm going to be able to tonight. I'm sure you saw the, um, the promo, the MJF cut. Yeah. He wants to go back. He, or not, not even go back. He wants to leave. I want my release. Bye, 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 bye. He's going going off about that. He might be coming over. You think that you think it's a shoot? You think that's like real, or or is it just a work? If it's a work, it's a damn good one because when you look at his face, he looks like he's done. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I. And I think he would fit in perfect right into the WWE. He's not good enough for SmackDown, but he'd be perfect on Raw. Wow, why do you say that? Give me some give me some feedback on why would you say that? He just he needs just a little bit more time before he goes to the premiere show. So you're talking about in the ring. He needs more ring time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got to so, work on his promos and everything too. I mean, come on, and face it, SmackDown's a premiere show now. So nobody you and you can uh, you can try to argue with me with this, but there's no way you're gonna win. <laughs> nobody cuts a promo like MJF. And at this point, nobody does. Well, no, not in AEW. No, not even in WWE. Who does? Who cuts a better promo than MJF? Oh, I don't know. A person you oh. love, Mr. Reigns. No, not even that good. Because he's that disgusting heel. Roman Reigns is that a different kind of heel. He's the What I would like to see. Gaslighter. I want him to come over to Raw. Orton get healed up. Him and Orton. Be an awesome match. Well, if MJF shows up in WWE, I think the best time for them to do that, and quite frankly, they he's under contract until 2024. I, I personally think this is a work because Tony Khan hasn't hasn't made any comment about it, first of all. And he is under contract. So He's under contract till 2024. But if this isn't a work and he actually gets his release from AEW, then I think Monday Night Raw, right after WrestleMania 2023, is when you debut MJF to challenge Cody Rhodes. Oh, it'd blow the roof off the house. It would it would sink the ship, man. They yeah. everybody would lose their shit. If that happened, that's what kind of power he's got. And I, you know, I honestly think that Cody, I think that MJF, I think a lot of guys, quite frankly, in the AEW locker room, I think they're seeing what Cody's getting. Like, now that doesn't mean they all deserve that. I'm not saying that. That doesn't mean what they all, they all deserve it. Uh, But what that means is there's an opportunity for, um, for you to leave AEW and actually be respected in the WWE. Yeah, but because they didn't change Cody his Rhodes, at all. Yeah, but 
Cody and his family came out of Vince McMahon. He just went Dusty back home. Did not. Dusty did not. Well, you know that's a lie. Dusty. You can't even you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> you know that's such bullshit. Dusty yeah, but... came out of Vince McMahon. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> hey, I was hey. talking about I was talking about God. VKM. Goddamn it. <laughs> You can't talk like that about BKM. I would no. like to see MJF in the WWE. And I can't I think believe he, I just said that. He would have a better career if he did. More direction for him. I think he needs it because, let's face it, the WWE is the flagship. They're the mothership. Whatever you want to call them, they are the pentacle. And that became extremely evident to me uh, when I was actually in um, when I was in WrestleMania. It just I've been to AEW, I've been to a Dynamite, I've been to you know Raw. Whatever. I haven't been to SmackDown yet, but um, Raw was years ago. But I've been to WrestleMania, and it looks so much different. It feels different. The production's different. The fans are definitely different. Uh, I had a funner time at AEW because it's a smaller crowd. And those people are they're losing their shit. But production value, AEW is not there yet. That's no. not to say they're not going to get there, but they're just not there yet. It'll... I'll tell you, and I know we're winding down, but I, I just, I watched AEW tonight, Dynamite, as we're recording here. And this is what I think the problem is, is <laughs> I think they're, I think they're focusing too hard on this niche wrestling fan. Now, uh, my wrestling love started, I think it was 1989. Yours, uh, definitely in the 70s, 60s, 50s, maybe even. Fuck you. But yeah. <laughs> but we can go back to those years. We can go oh, back. Hell this, yeah. is, this is when it all started for me. And um, I say that because we're, we, we've done this a long time. We've, we've, we've enjoyed wrestling for a long time. And I am not a New Japan fan. No, I can't stand them. I just wish I would have took a picture of your little baby face when we walked into Arco Arena and you got to see that great big old Andre the Giant. Your eyes were as big as silver dollars and I think you even wet yourself. I probably did. That was a, that was a large human. <laughs> Extremely large. I, I you got still to see, remember it You got to see Savage. You got to see Hogan. I mean... All your dreams one, came true one freaking night. The ones I remember the most is is uh, Andre, because I remember where we, where we were sitting. Um, right, we were kind of next to the stage, but up in like I don't know if it's section two or whatever it was at. But we were, you know, we we're up kind of near the stage where the entrance is at. And I remember seeing Andre came out, and you just pointed him out to me because Andre yeah. didn't have music; he never had music. And when I saw he, this guy was like four heads above the crowd, yeah. And I'm like, what the f- what the heck is happening? And then he gets to the ring. And I'm like, holy shit! This human, there's no way that a human is this big. This guy's got to be a robot or something. And I just awed. I was just in awe with what I was seeing. Um, I remember Hogan because how can you not? It's the all American, the glitz, the glamour. How do you not remember that? But then I remember Jake the Snake. I remember the the cryptic music, and I just remember 
you know, the look he had, it was the first time I ever had like fear in wrestling. Like, Oh my God, this guy, I feel like this guy would eat my face if I, if he had the opportunity to, it, it hooked me. It hooked me for life. I'm still, I'm still a fan of all three of those guys. Um, so anyway, that, you know, down memory lane there, but with all that <laughs> being said, I do not, I don't buy into the new Japan thing and new Japan has been around forever. Well, yeah, forever. These guys, these guys have always went back to Japan and uh, and wrestled. I just don't get it. I, I, I maybe it's that I don't get it. I just don't. I don't appreciate it. I don't. I don't follow it. It doesn't entertain me. What the hell? I mean, I guess I just need to say it, right? Yeah. Well, that's their style for Japan, and over here we have a little bit more glitz and glamour. The fireworks. Let me, give the you, let, let me give you a case in point, and I know I'm being long-winded on this, but when in AEW tonight, um, Adam Hangman Page makes this comment after his match, uh, which, which by the way, uh, if you haven't watched AEW, you need to watch it because Fit Finley's son apparently wrestles for New Japan, and he debuted in AEW tonight. Oh, cool! Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Anyway, he had a great match with Adam Hangman Page. Adam goes over. And at the end, he says, you know, I, I don't have the ability anymore to, uh, you know, they didn't even book me for the tournament match for the AEW title. But don't worry, you know, that's not the only title, blah, blah, blah. I want a shot at the um, New Japan I, IGWP title, whatever it is. And he challenges Okada. Now, I, I know the name Okada. I, I, I hear it. But that crowd erupted. And it was a moment where I was like, wow, I just, I just don't connect with these fans. When it comes, when it comes to this new Japan stuff, I just don't connect with them. They lost their shit. He, in their world, I think that was comparable to, to him saying, I'm, I'm challenging Cena. Cause that's the kind of pop he got. Just don't get it. I don't either. I'm not a new Japan fan. Never will. Never have. I like my good all-American wrestling, damn it. AEW reminds me way too much with their interviews and everything. I flash back. I think I'm watching WCW all over again. I get that. I I I don't know why Tony Khan would want to go down that road. That That became a sinking ship. He needs to find his own direction so he can... Do better than his competitor. Let me of course, you and, I, you and I have talked extensively on this, and I agree with you. They need to do a little crossover. Let's have Reigns go up against somebody over there. Let's have a good match. Maybe not for a title. Let's just put a couple guys in the ring and let them fight. The money McMahon and Tony Khan would make would just be... You couldn't have a big enough arena for it. If Tony Khan can pull the ratings and the money off of this Forbidden Door pay-per-view with New Japan, if he can do it, then I think that it will entice the WWE to entertain that offer. But here's the problem. He's not going to do it. No. And I hate to say that, but it's just not, he's not going to do it. I think Forbidden Door is going to be the lowest rated um, uh, pay-per-view that AEW has today. I, I've said that before. I just I feel like that because I think they're 
I think they're putting too much of a niche in their wrestling fans. Um, I love AEW. I don't ever want to see it go away. I I think we need a good alternative. I was a TNA fan. The same reason I'm an AEW fan. I want a good alternative. I just don't want, I just don't want just the, you know, WWE. No, you got to have a, you got to have an alternative out there. And I've been catching myself watching it more and more. It's entertaining, but it's not to the level of the WWE quite yet. 100% agree. Let me challenge in closing thoughts. Let me challenge your thinking in one, one area. You mentioned that it is more, it feels like WCW to you. When I watch AEW, and you and I have talked about this, um, I've always disagreed with you that, oh, I don't, I don't see the WCW part. Here's why I don't see the WCW part. To me, it looks like ECW if they had more money. That's what I feel. I well, got a good point. I kind of see that. Because it's more extreme. Yeah. WCW was more about uh, the glitz and the glamour, the, the weird storylines. It got really weird at the end there. They were big on factions like AEW, but I feel it was, I feel it's ECW. It makes a little more sense to me. Any closing words for, uh, for Cody Rhodes? Maybe a wish him well. Yes, I do wish him well. He's in my thoughts and prayers every night before I go to bed and speedy recovery. We're going to miss you. We're going to miss American, American Nightmare, Royal Rumble. He will be the winner. He will be. Well, with that, whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you. has been a dog cast production.